Ah, uh, let's play a game. most part still live and all that wish i could get in the gym but uh yeah i uh i'm lazy well, it's spring break so i'm doing all the things i've been meaning to do all year trying to cram it all in into one week so here i am <laughs> i don't think it works that way <laughs> <laughs> well i gonna start somewhere yeah you can't do you know ten thousand push-ups and sit-ups in a day and expect uh, results challenge accepted yeah. If that were the way it worked, that the that would be the way I would work out. But <clears throat> no, I, I've been it. I've been thinking about getting in the gym. I uh, been thinking about it a lot actually. I almost almost went the other day where I was like, okay, I'm just gonna buy this stupid membership and that'll force me to come in. And then I didn't. So I have no excuse. You got time. Yeah. Never too late to start. Oh no no! I used to I used to go in the gym quite often. Actually, I used to uh, work out at least five times a week for a couple hours a day. But that's been years ago now. But hopefully, muscle memory is mm -hmm. still there, and I can get uh, get big again. I don't know. I'm pretty old, so you'd know. be surprised how fast it all comes back. Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone Just says. Just a few visits. That's what everyone says. So, yeah, because the wife's making fun of me. She's losing. Uh, all kinds of weight and i've been gaining it um ah. i'm not fat by any means but ever uh ever since she got her operation she's been dropping uh you know seven eight ten pounds a week just without even wow. trying really yeah the chemical imbalance due to her thyroid was causing all kinds of problems so uh, she yeah. gained a bunch of weight and then they uh they removed that uh tumor and uh part of uh, one of the nodes of her thyroid or whatever and uh yeah she's she's been doing a lot better just dropping weight like crazy so that's good it's cheap yeah. that's good yeah it, it's very good yeah so she's losing all the weight and i'm i'm getting fatter i'm uh i'm probably 210 pounds at this point she's giving the weight to you yeah thanks <laughs> but i i feel comfortable right around 210 um that's a pretty good weight for me because i'm you know six five but um i like it to be a muscular 210 not like a uh dale gribble looking uh 210 which is go. where i'm at and like yeah i've got that whole like skinny body but i'm starting to get a, a large stomach so yeah 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 anywho me too. Once this once this kid came along, man, it's been tough. Yeah. But I got I got a balance. We got another kid coming, so I really need to get myself ready. Yeah. Somehow, some way. How far away is that? Uh, probably end of June, early July. Wow. Yeah. Not too far. We'll have a part two. Yeah. Yeah. Not me, man. Not me. I I uh, nipped that in the bud. We went and got that taken care of after Caroline. Uh, yeah, well, it wouldn't be fair to her. Like, I might be able to send one kid to college, but I don't think I can do two. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a second, I just arrived. Yeah, well, I, I recorded all that banter anyway, as you were driving. I and can whatnot. put you into my ear. 
Sound a lot turn better. This, turn this off. Oh my god, that's still playing. Uh, my poor phone is uh, running overtime. Oh no. <laughs> I'm there we go. Casting to Caroline's TV right now with it too, so she can watch her Roblox or whatever it is she's watching and been doing uh, this. That poor thing's gonna catch fire, I think. Oh man, that's no good. Yeah. So, um, I'm sure the listeners love all the Zoom oh, talk recording? and everything. Oh yeah. I, I oh, just gosh, record okay. as soon as I called you. Yeah. <laughs> Give me about a thirty seconds. Minutes. Yeah, you're fine, dude. I don't care. I can just get my computer going. Um, the pea nut is neither a pea nor a nut, but a legume. Talk amongst yourselves. Yes. <laughs> Biggest controversy of uh, this decade. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, well, welcome. Yeah, welcome to the actual show. So uh, the show. we were do supposed we to, yeah, this is what we do, whatever we want. It's, is it worth it? The show where we're supposed to talk about, uh, you know, rare and or valuable video games and tell you whether or not we feel it's worth it from a collector standpoint. But a lot of the time we just do whatever we want. I think that's going to be uh, kind of one of those episodes this go around. We were supposed to be doing um, Zelda seasons and ages, which I have been playing quite a bit. I got stuck on a boss. Um, yeah, actually a relatively tough boss for a handheld, uh, I, I got very close to beating him, uh, two or three times. I, I think I only fought him maybe a total of five. The first time I just outright died, didn't know what I was doing. And then I kind of figured out it, the pattern of what was going on and what I was supposed to do and, uh, kept getting real close. And I finally, uh, got pretty frustrated because unlike some other games, uh, in the series where you can immediately get to the boss um, like via warp portal, whatever. There is one of those in the dungeon. You can warp, uh, fairly close to them, but then you have to go through a series of like two puzzles that are just annoying. They, they're kind of lengthy to get through and then you can get to the boss. So every time I die, I would have to do these two puzzles again. I finally was just like, I'm putting this down for a while. And, uh, you know, I, I felt like I'd played enough to, to talk about it pretty, uh, in depth, but uh, I could definitely play some more and actually beat the damn thing and and uh, get get a real good episode. So what we're going to do instead, uh, because I believe you also haven't had a lot of time to play. If that's... No, I've been doing like basically overtime, trying to get every tutoring job and whatever I can to get extra money right now just to bank into my savings. So it's been a, been a weird uh, last month, but now I'm on spring break, so I'm going to sink my teeth into it uh, this afternoon, actually. Oh, cool, so, yeah. They, oh, they really oh. are great games. One thing I noticed between them uh, is, you know, I haven't played ages, or uh, not ages, uh, seasons in years, and I'm playing through ages. And uh, a lot of it is real samey. They're they're uh, virtually identical in some ways. So mm-hmm. um, okay, almost made me want to, like, pop in the other one and just start playing to see, like, what went down with there. But, um, like the three animal pals and some other things carry over to both games. So, right. yeah, I don't know if you've got your animal pal yet, but that's, uh, no. Yeah. You get, I, you get a choice between three, you get a flute, I think it is, or a harp. I can't remember which. And, uh, whenever you play it, the animal will come, but you only get to choose one of those three and it's whichever one that you kind of find first and say yes to. 
And there's, hmm. there's one that's like a kangaroo that can box. It's like it can punch while you're in its pouch and also can hop over small um, holes, which you get relatively early of the feather anyway, so it's not really necessary. And then you get one that can fly short distances and one that can uh, swim up waterfalls. And I believe in in seasons, if I remember right, you really want the Zora that can like swim up waterfalls and such because um, you can get to areas that you couldn't get to otherwise, whereas the other ones you can mitigate and find other ways to get to certain areas. If I remember right, it's been a lot of years. Anyway, so we're not going to talk about that. That's all the Zelda talk. Um, you said you had some kind of off topic, just show up and we'd talk. So that's what I've done. All right. Um, well, what I've done is the last, uh, four or five days I've scoured the internet for different trivia questions. <laughs> Are we doing um, a trivia episode? Well, well, what I want the trivia to do is to kind of spur conversation. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, I've, some of these questions may or may not, but I think we should get into it and see what happens. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm always down so for trivia. We'll start off with some easier ones. Um, this one surprised me, so I put it on there. Uh, how many ma- how many maximum controllers are supported by the PS3 system? How many can play simultaneously? I guess what I'm guessing what the question means. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. If I remember right, there's like a... Isn't there a football or a baseball game that you can literally have a different controller for every player? Seems like so. Gosh. Uh, I'll go with 16. 16? Jesus. Yeah. It's seven. I thought seven was a lot. And you're thinking 16. Yeah, I thought... I I had thought there was a game that... uh, And maybe it's not for PS3, obviously. It's not. Where you could control every character on each side of a ball field or something like that maybe that's if it's like online yeah you could have someone yeah doing yeah it. it probably is i and i know for some older systems like the sega saturn supported up to 12 i think you could like double adapter it or something and there was a couple of games uh like uh, the Bomberman uh for mm-hmm. saturn that supported that uh but yeah yeah, I, I bet it is online because everything's online. Yeah, you're right. Seven is a pretty big number now I think about it because when's the last time you've had six friends over to play on a single system, you know? It, it just doesn't happen I would anymore. kill for that. I would just kill for that, yeah. though. Me too. Um, I, I got one buddy that comes by and we play, you know, like old games and stuff. He's a younger guy and he hasn't played a lot of like... Uh, the original Nintendo and Genesis and, you know, 64 and stuff like that. He's interested in, like, checking out all these games of the past. So, you know, he'll come by and we'll play a lot of these two-player type games and stuff. And it's it's been a lot of fun. He comes over about once every two weeks or so. You know, good kid. Yeah. I say kid. He's 27. I mean, but still, he's a kid <laughs> to me. I have uh, I downloaded a Dungeons & Dragons game on my PS3. It's, it's one you find in the arcade. I don't. Yeah, yeah, the Tales of Mystaria, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got the sequel to that one. There's one where you can have, oh gosh, six or eight players. uh, And and it's fun. And, you know, I I get two or three guys over and we play that. Um, But, God, if I can get seven people hooked up to this thing i think i think there's six or seven characters that'd be that'd be a load of fun just having like oh, if it allows yeah. me to have that many players at one time the only flaw with that game is whenever you cast a magical spell like the screen freezes yeah so yeah. Everyone, everyone's waiting and watching for your spell to do its thing and sticks to snakes I yeah played, i played a lot of tower of doom and uh mystaria yeah i bought yeah. that collection a while back myself it's really it's really good, good. Game. 
yeah, it's a lot like uh, Guardian Heroes, which I reviewed, I think, um, before you uh, you came to the show. Um, yeah, it's one. I think you can get Guardian Heroes on the 360, so check that out if you haven't. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, I was just shutting up my dog. Oh, okay. I was like, I went mute. I, I, do I fill air or do I? No, no. no. <laughs> Didn't know what I was All right. Well, hey, see, that's what I wanted. We got a little conversation out of one question. Sure. Um, let's go for another one. Sure. Uh, the character Master Hands is part of which games? Master Hands? <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. You know, what, what it makes me think of, uh, and this is going to go a little dark, there was a guy called Mr. Hands that... Um, Some guy you knew as a kid? I, I, I really hope not, although <laughs> I, I did grow up in the Seattle area as a kid, mm-hmm. and this happened in the Seattle area. Uh, apparently mm. up till about, I don't know, six, eight years ago, bestiality was a thing that was still kind of legal in the state of Washington. It was like a gray area, mm. and there was a ranch oh, there where you could um, indulge in such things, and there was a video that went viral called, uh, I think it was, two men, one horse or something like that. And there was a guy called Mr. Hands in that video that um, died uh, from the results of uh, some some horsery, some horsing around. I'll just say that. (laughs) uh, Yeah. yeah, Internal bleeding and whatnot, because it turns out that horses have really big penises and, uh, yeah. Oh man. But, uh, as for master hands, I'm going to guess Glover because I have no idea. Well, I hope people are still listening after your story. Well, I mean, they're probably looking up two guys, one horse. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Um, Smash Brothers, man. Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. He's the, uh, he's the boss. Yeah. Yeah. That's boss. boss. At least in the original series. I don't, I I think, and I also think for the Wii also. Yeah. I'm not sure where they've gone since then. I haven't played the most recent one. The recent one looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. At least the video for it. I haven't played it yet. I I really hadn't even played, uh, the one for Wii all that much, uh, Brawl or whatever. I have Mm -hmm. it, but I I didn't get overly into it. It was really like Melee, Melee or whatever that Uh like I really liked. All the other ones have fallen short for me. So my video game club every day, they play Brawl in my classroom. So I get to see a lot of Brawl. I guess so. Getting a little, getting a little old. Trying to put, I'm trying to buy a second Xbox and put it like in another class or separate off the end of my class, and then we can play Halo like four on four. Oh sure, yeah. We games are cheap, and there's there's some pretty good ones that are multiplayer that are cheap as well. So you know, yeah. Although maybe, maybe next they, year they have been trending upwards, though it's kind of weird. It was like one of those things where. Everyone assumed, you know, the Wii games were absolute trash, and now some of the more rare titles are trending up pretty fast. So mm-hmm. if you're looking to collect for the Wii, uh, that time might be in the past at this point. It was for a while. You could buy virtually any game for the system for under $10, and that's just not even close to true now. So. There's so many games. Well, there are, and a lot of them are uh, complete and utter trash, just yeah shovelware you know baby maker and stop smoking coach and all this kind of uh, yeah garbage just or just geared towards such little kids that it's just yeah. you know 
it's tougher up to, I've got a bunch of those. There's a lot of Just Dance clones and, you know, singers oh, yeah. and all that kind of crap. And, yeah, Caroline, uh, whenever I go to the game store, if she's with me, I let her pick out a Wii game because a lot of times those garbage titles are still like $1.50, $2. So she's actually uh-huh. got quite a collection herself. All right, next question. This one you should you should get no problem. Probably not. True or, true or false question. Is the original Donkey Kong in the original Donkey Kong, excuse me, uh Mario was a plumber. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he was. No. I don't remember any indication that he was a plumber anyway. Uh he used a hammer, he jumped over barrels, um, yeah, I think he was still a carpenter from Wrecking Crew or whatever. So there you go, I, ab- absolutely right. False. Okay. He was a carpenter. Yeah, good yeah, he's, one. He's been everything, you know. That guy, if if I anything know. is, you know, the, the idea of a guy going to a magical kingdom and saving a princess from a giant, you know, dragon-like creature and all that kind of stuff is is more believable to me than someone who has managed to be everything from a carpenter, plumber. Um, referee for professional boxing, um, and tennis, a doctor, yeah, tennis yeah, a doctor. player, baseball player, <laughs> a bowler. I mean, you know, a professional fighter. You know, it's like, eh, come on, man. And and it's this little squat Italian dude. Nothing against the Italians. It's just you know his his ethnicity. Um, but yeah. I, I, you know, and he he has a vocabulary of like five or ten words. He can tell you his name. And that it's uh-huh. him, and uh, it's to me. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, yep. I I don't see it. You know, I'll believe the other stuff. My suspension of disbelief goes away for that. But the fact that he's been all these different, come on, come on. You need a degree. <laughs> you know, it's difficult to become a doctor. You can't just decide to be one, Doctor Dre. <laughs> you got to go to school for that. Yeah. Um. All right. Next one. Uh, what was the code name for the Nintendo GameCube? I believe it was the dolphin. There, you nailed it. Great job. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Dolphin. And I I know that because um there were some there there's some model game cubes if I remember right there these huge monstrosities that uh were like the test cubes that some collectors have in their collections and they call them the dolphin um or it the dolphin and it, there's like some stuff that uh i think it can play in 64 games too or something and they're really wild but yeah it's always interesting uh these like code names and stuff that they have for um various systems and then they they just never you know sometimes they even advertise you know these other names and then they never come to fruition or decide on something else like the wasn't the n64 the ultra 64 it seems like mm-hmm. and, they advertised that forever, and then uh, the Sega was going to name all their consoles after um, different planets. planets. Yeah, it was going to the Saturn, and then uh, I think the Neptune and Pluto, and then they just were like, ah, <laughs> we'll just ah, we're out of money. Call it thirty-two X and Dreamcast, whatever. Yeah, yeah, would have been a lot huh. cooler, you know. I, res- I agree. I respect when they stick with something, you know. PlayStation seems to be the only one that really has at this point. They just keep calling it PlayStation and then a number, which is fine. That's easy to remember rather than going with, you know, 360 and 1 or yeah. you know, CD, Saturn, all, you know, all these wonky things. Nintendo with the Wii and the Wii U, what the hell was that? You know, that confused consumers more than anything. Cause most that people, was dumb. 
most people just thought it was an add-on to the Wii. You know, they could have named it something different, then people would have been like, oh, it's a new system, but a lot of the casual people that, you know, would have bought the system didn't because they just thought it was part of the Wii. In fact, to this day, retailers have a problem with people buying Wii U games and trying to play them on their Wii. Smart. Yeah, I think a lady at GameStop had to explain it to me a couple of times. I'm like, wait, an add-on? No, a whole new system. Yeah. Like, eh, I don't know about that. Um, do you hear the PS5? They just announced some stuff for for it, and oh, it's great. supposed to be backwards compatible. Oh, well, uh, to, to PS4, I think. I don't know. Oh, I would imagine, yeah. I don't think they'd go back much further than that at this point. Like, not many people. Why, they, why not? Why not go all the way back? I mean, what's well, the, additional the hardware issue, yeah. Oh, lenses, okay, yeah. You'd have to have, you know, like the PS3 had to have what three lenses or four i can't even remember the original one because it needed to play blu-ray it needed to play ps3 and ps2 and ps1 so you're trying to cram all this stuff into one system and then you'd end up with these problems where it would play dvds but not you know ps3 games or it would it stop playing ps1 games but it would still be fine for you know whatever else and that that's true of all the backwards compatible systems i've got a couple of ps2s that play dvds fine but won't play the ps2 games and you know stuff like that yeah it's it's a hardware issue uh just cost too and plus at this point like you know guys like you and me we save games forever you know but a lot of people they get rid of their old games and and to the fact where you know i've got friends that don't understand why i would ever play anything that hasn't been released this year because their whole Uh outlook on it is you know that's old and it's no good you know, only the newest, the best stuff. And I've got kind of the, a different outlook. You know, as I've said before, I don't buy games when they're brand new because they cost 60 bucks. I'll just wait a few months and enjoy them just as much for a, a much discounted price. So, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Plus, you know, most of my friends either are similar to me or they just don't play video games. So there's no chance of being spoiled with anything. Yeah. Well, so, good. yeah, why not just hang out, wait till it goes down and. Then pick it up. The only one I might break that is for the the Last of Us Two. I might have to get that day one. Um, I'm probably gonna get this Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. Um, if it really happens, it's gonna happen. But whatever well, yeah. happens, I might that too if they can convince me that it's actually gonna be any good. If it's uh-huh. if it's gonna be like the way I'm thinking it's gonna go, I don't even want to play it. Because it's just going to kill what love I have left for the original. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I have. They haven't really released a whole. They've released some of the graphics. I don't mm-hmm. really understand the the fighting mechanic yet. Yeah. Um, see, why can't they just left it alone? I mean, that's part of what we. It's just so stupid. Just reskin. Yeah. The old game. That's all. You know. Just make it to where it doesn't look like a bunch of fucking Doritos. And yeah. le- you know, maybe give it an update as far as the translation is concerned. Other than that, it was a near perfect Final Fantasy. Yeah. And just uh, fix some of the glitches, and they keep maybe maybe Ooh. add a few other areas or something. Just you know, something. A side quest, new weapons, a new side quest, a new summon, yeah. something like that. But like changing it completely, like what they did with Advent Children and. Uh, 
you know, the only one that that's been any good out of the multiple things that they've tried to re- release off of seven has been um, Crisis Core. Everything else that I've played or watched, you know, from the the movie I just mentioned to um, you know, the little phone game and the what was it, the PS2 game starring Vincent Dirge of Cerberus or whatever it was called, like all that. Oh yeah. All that spin-off stuff has been so fucking bad. Uh, just again, they, look at what you had the original, and just you know, if it's not broken, why are you trying to fucking fix it? You know, it's. It, it yeah, just I, I'm with you. Off. I I don't know. I, I feel the same way about like classic movies. You know, um, it, like if they tomorrow wanted to remake say back to the future i wouldn't go see that i don't care what cast they got or what cameos they got because it's not going to be as good as the the first one you know you you can't make lightning go into the bottle you know you have to kind of be in the moment and catch it in that way you can't force it and yeah i mean like with our the our last month's game resident evil 2 the remake i mean they did a great job with that they kept they really it did. very close to the original mm-hmm. but they updated it for you know the modern gamer i mean that was the perfect i think meld of both both groups were happy it really did feel like a, the ps1 game i mean it played completely differently obviously not tank controls and such but yeah you're right they they did do a good job uh, maybe Square Enix should get with Capcom and let them yeah. <laughs> build it for them or at least consult uh, on it because Square Enix has lost their goddamn mind. And uh-huh. I don't remember the last time they put out anything that was worth a fuck. I just, at this point... I mean, Final Fantasy fifteen looked great. I don't um, care about that. <laughs> I didn't like the battle system, even to this day. Like, I play it, and I'm just like, that. Eh. I hadn't even picked it up yet, I'm going to be honest. Uh, well, you have to do it one of these days. So we I can found just, it not, for, not a full episode, but just chat about it. I think I found it for seven ninety five, if I remember hey. right, at the game store. And I had it in hand to buy, and I talked myself out of it by thinking, oh. you know, I'm not actually going to play this. And I'm not. So I'll wait until I find it for four bucks or whatever, because it will go that low, and then I'll pick it up. Um, That's how I am with Kingdom Hearts three right now. Like I, I want it, but I'm just not going to play it. But I probably will play it. But eventually, not for the, yeah, maybe when it's like ten bucks. It, it I'll broke buy my summer. heart too. I mean, Kingdom Hearts one and two were fine. I actually really enjoyed two a lot. And then yeah. all the spinoff games, the Dream Drop Distance and the Chain of uh, Memories and the 24 Hours to Die inside of a whatever, I don't even, whatever title that was. I mean, they were all just utter trash. And I, yeah. I don't think that's a hot take. I think anyone listening that's played those is in agreement. Even the diehards are like, yeah, they're not the best, you know, um, just trash. I couldn't, I couldn't be paid to play those you know if you offer no. me a job making what i make at my current job and said oh you're gonna play all the spinoffs of kingdom hearts every day that sounds like my like a personal hell uh, no thank you no thank you yeah. all right let's go on to the next one sure um this one is very near and dear to my heart i have a little story behind it okay a question that i actually uh made up for this all right in the adventures in the magic kingdom Oh, yeah. The video game from Nintendo, uh-huh. uh, based on Disneyland theme park. Capcom. What is the default name if you do not choose to enter your own? What is the default name? Oh man! No one will get this. If anyone gets this, write me a letter. I'll send you a <laughs> prize. 
<laughs> it's something funny, right? Is it butts? What is it? <laughs> it is bamboo seven. Bamboo seven. Okay. <laughs> bamboo. And the story I have with this is I got this game brand new, you know, in 1994 or three. I don't know whenever it came out. Oh, and for whatever God. reason, it was earlier than that. Well, I probably got it in like 92 or 93. Gotcha. Um, like I had these two buddies next door and we hung out all the time. But when I got this game, for whatever reason, their older brother, who was like six years older than us, was there. So he was the first one to play it. And remember, he entered in like we a name, which we thought for like the last 10 years or for 10 years from then was bamboo seven. We thought the first name he entered would become the default name for like ever. Oh yeah. So for like decades, we we're like, why the fuck did he enter bamboo seven? Like it drove us mad. And like, he didn't know what the hell we were talking about whenever we'd ask him. He's like, no, I didn't answer that. And we're like, yes, you did. You were the first person to play. And the first name entered was the default you know, name forever. And then like later on, I learned about, you know, battery backup and how games work with saving. And then I kind of put it together. Like, wait a minute, like this game doesn't have that. This game had no means to save it. So it was actually kind of recently when I looked into this and found out like the creator's nickname was bamboo. And this was like the seventh game he worked on or some shit like that. But bamboo seven took me two decades to put that one together. That's wild, man. Yeah, I uh, uh, had a buddy that bought Legend of Zelda 3 new from Walmart, brought it home, and put it in, and someone had already played that cart, even though it was a brand new cart, Oh, and it had a no, save no. file on there with all the hearts and all the items, and it was Thor in all capital letters, and uh, you know I was one of the only people that saw initially, because it's like, he got it, and he was like, yeah, I got it from Walmart yesterday, and this was already on there, and it was like, well, holy shit, dude, what the, you know, so there's that story, so apparently sometimes people would bring things home, I guess, uh, oh. I don't know. Um, play it and then play it and then repackage it. it. I guess I don't know what happened there. Wow! But yeah, it's like a one in a million thing. Shiesty. Yeah. Weird. Shiesty, shiesty. I've, I've never beat uh, Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. It was I'm trying to think. There's, I think I there's have. like seven events, and it seemed like yeah. you have to get six or seven keys. I think it's like six keys and then you get one just for talking to a dude or something, right? It's like answering all the trivia or something right, like yeah. that. And we'd always, I don't know, we'd never be like all, I'd never be able to do all of them the same like sitting. Like I'd be able to beat, I don't know, the pirate one and the ghost one, but then like I'd have an off day on the star tours. Yeah. Like Those two are the best. The, the side scroller ones, the haunted mansion and the pirates, I think were the, yeah, the two far. best. And then you could like ride roller coasters. I think uh, one was Frontier, Thunder Mountain. Mountain, Yeah, yeah. And then what? The Autopia. Yes, was it Space Mountain, not Star Tours? Yeah, Space Mountain, where you have to just like remember button combinations. Up, left, A, B, or no? You you'd see something on the screen. You have you'd have to act accordingly. Right. Some sort of not fun at all. I just remember that. No, it was not fun. I mean, the game overall was very, very good. Don't get me wrong. I like no, yeah. tons of fun on that. It's one of the Capcom Disney titles, so you know it's made well. But yeah, it was disappointing to know that once you got all six keys and entered the Magic Castle or Kingdom, there was no like 
other event. Like it'd be nice if they had like, oh, the the secret, you know, Cinderella's palace or something. Where yeah, you it's like, like you just get like a, a blue screen with Goofy and Mickey or something. I, yeah, it's been a while, I looked, man. I looked it up after I failed so many times, and I was like, oh, really? What am I doing this for then? Like, I thought there was gonna be a no games. I mean. Back then, uh, you were lucky to get a, a screen that said congratulations, you know. So. At least one that was spelled correctly. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good time. All right, here comes some harder ones for you. All right, cool. I think. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, the world's first video game console, the Odyssey, was introduced in the United States in 1972. Which company developed it? It was uh, Magnavox Odyssey, I think. Wow. Nailed it. Yeah. Dang, I, I didn't know that one. I, I Actually, this is the, this part, I had to take a quiz to get all the answers, and that was one of the <laughs> and it's not couple even, I got wrong. It says video game, but let's be real. It It is not <laughs> yeah. a video game system. It, on your CRT, it would create a dot of light that you could move with a controller and put, and put an outline on it right, yeah, on the screen. Put overlays on the screen, and you could pretend to do things like play baseball by like shooting the dot of light down the mound, and then imagining in your mind's eye that the that batter hit it, and then oh, it goes off in the left field, and oh, it was a you know, it's like yeah, <laughs> or roulette where you just gotta close your eyes. Yeah, and you know. terrible. <laughs> terrible and people you know bought it and played it and i had an opportunity to pick one up a while back and and really thought about it because it was like pristine in the box and everything and i'm like i don't play you know atari i've got an atari 2600 yeah. i've got a, a ColecoVision. i don't play it because they're so you know how, when would i ever play this light <laughs> dot thing so i passed on yeah. it yeah yeah. The Angry Video Game Nerd has a great video on it if you want to see. What yeah, I the think Odyssey I saw is. that. Yeah, years yeah. ago. That's like, all you need to see. You don't got to buy that thing. No. It's, I mean, you could, the same effect with a, the overlay could be done with a flashlight. Yeah. I mean, no joke. And better. Good point. Yeah. So, Good point. Or laser pointers. Yeah. Good point. All right, here's another one for you. All right. Uh, you'll, you'll get this one. We'll see. Uh, speaking of Atari. Before the video game crash of the early 1980s, Atari introduced a video game that was part of a contest. Each game came with a comic book and a piece of, of a puzzle yeah. that had to be solved in order to win the contest. Name this video game. It was like the Quest series, right? It was like EarthQuest or FireQuest, SeaQuest, and WindQuest or something like that. <sighs> You know, I think that's uh, those were the sub games. Sword Quest was the answer. Sword Quest. I think yeah. I think you're right. And then they like they had the the air, wind, fire, and earth. The only I believe, if my history is correct, like it's like the they first, only got through two games yeah, or something. The first two or two, three. The first it seems like the first two came out, and then the third one never came out. But they have a ROM dump of it, and then the fourth and fifth, or maybe it was just the fourth, never came out at all. And yeah, they they came with these comic books that had like cryptic uh, mm -hmm. things where you would like figure out these really bad puzzles, and then you could send in your answers, or you'd get a code or something, and you'd send that in, and the first person to send stuff in would get these items. Uh, yeah. treasures if, as they were 
and the first one was like a, a little sword and shield on a necklace or something. I think the owner of that it was melted a full it down. on sword. I think right. I mean, that was, was like the big... ultimate prize. That was oh, the that was last, the ultimate. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the last time that was seen was was it on Nolan Bushnell's like a picture in his office and it was seen on the wall or something, but they don't know whatever happened to that. Oh wow. Um, and then the second, I can't remember what the second prize was now. It's been a long time since I've read or seen anything about that. But, yeah, there was a, a second winner that won a prize, and they actually still have it. It's like a jewel or a scepter or something. And these are all, like, made with actual precious gems and, uh-huh. and uh, metals and such. And, yeah, there was supposed to be four or five of them total, the last one being this sword that was, like, at the time valued at, like, half a million dollars or something. And... They actually made all the items up, but then went bankrupt, probably because of this contest. <laughs> and, uh, oh, the video game crash didn't help. And, yeah, video game crash 83 probably didn't help. But, uh, yeah, they never were able to uh, to send out the other ones or, you know, do the, the thing. So, yeah, it's one of those gaming mysteries where everyone's like, you know, people have tried to track down the sword and whatever the other item is that's missing. But, yeah, the original winner uh, melted down like went to a pawn shop and had everything melted down except for the little there's a silver dagger inlay that they kept uh, and that's all that's left of that and then yeah it's one of those things if you could find that sword it would be worth it would probably be the most amongst the most expensive swords um in existence i mean you'd have like napoleon bonaparte's uh, sword which sold at like Sotheby's auction or is it Sotheby uh, uh, for like 16 million or something I can't remember but it, I think it's currently the most expensive uh, bladed weapon ever sold but it would be right up there this thing because I mean like I said it's worth that much money because of the precious gems but also when you add in the history there's some mm-hmm. jackass that it would mark that up to the millions of dollars despite only being you know actually worth like 500,000 or whatever uh, oh absolutely someone would buy it someone would i mean if i was a billionaire and it came up for auction then i'd be all over it i'd throw millions at it just to get it you know but it's it's very likely long gone you know that's not something that was put in the back of someone's closet you know that's probably something that was uh deliberately taken and uh, uh-huh. melted down or something and the reason there's probably no documentation on it's because it was some ceo of the company that you know had access to it and it quietly disappeared and became you know yeah we had a guy yeah um just real quick, since we're just doing story time here, uh, I used please, to work for the newspaper please. for years, <clears throat> and we had this machine that would engrave these plates that were aluminum, and they were backed with a thin layer of silver, and this machine would etch out whatever imagery and stuff on these plates that was going to be put onto the physical papers themselves, and it would collect the little etchings that it would etch out of these plates into a machine and it would over time build up into this silver dust if you will and you would get about a pound of silver dust and you were supposed to turn it over to this company that would um then uh, melt it back down and buy it you know off you based off its weight because it was still you know it's pure silver um so we had this guy that worked there for many, many years overseeing uh, part of the newspaper there. And he would take that silver and in-house, because we had, you know, a big maintenance area, he would melt it down himself and make little jewelry and stuff on his off time. 
And mm. the company said, yeah, that's fine. You can do that as long as none of the silver leaves the premises. It's all good. So he had in his office for years all this stuff he had made over the years. Um, little necklaces and some pretty intricate stuff. Rings and stuff like that. And with the intent being that when he uh, left, he would... Um, turn those all over to the company of course when he retired they just all mysteriously were stolen <laughs> mm. all just disappeared overnight and uh, he knew nothing about it so weird very strange it happened the same day he left yeah very weird um i bet this sword quest you know saga probably inspired the ready player one have you read have you read or watched ready player one yeah you sent me a copy of ready player one uh, two years ago i think and uh, i read through it it was it was good um it was i don't i don't even want to say it was good it was fine (laughs) it was a really uh nostalgia the book because the guy is just like literally um hitting you over the head with all these references that from your childhood and stuff which is like gives you these dopamine squirts and but when I reflect on the book, I realize that it was there's a lot of like um, garbage writing in there and like ideas like uh, the idea that like the main character, the girl, um, she has a birthmark, but the main character will love her anyway kind of thing. I mean, it's just it feels well, of course. it feels kind of gross. Um, I don't know, but uh, some of it and I haven't seen the movie yet. But yeah, the book the book was good, if not great. I don't think it's near as good as all the praise it got when it first came out. You know, uh, I just think that no one had written a book with really uh, holding the '80s up on a pedestal like that one did. You know, I read a rumor that uh, like the agreement to make the movie was complete before like the book was even complete. Hmm. Like I guess Spielberg and. Uh, was it Ernest Klein who wrote the book? Like they were in, so they were already talking about like this thing going all the way to movie. And he's like, Oh shit, well, let me finish this book then. So we can kind of kick this thing into gear. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I I had thought that Klein found his notoriety through the writing of ready player one. So, uh, it seems like he probably wouldn't have known Steven Spielberg before he got the fame, but I don't know. Because before that, I thought he was like a struggling writer writing like bad porn poetry and stuff, if I remember right. I think, yeah, I think he was known for writing like uh, internet porn poetry and stuff before he like, and I might be talking on my ass, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Right, it's sued for slander. Um, (laughs) It's okay. Come at me, Ernest Klein. Yeah. I haven't read his second book yet, Armada. I, I, I that hear it's so. really, really bad. Wow. Like, really bad. <laughs> well, not in that big of a rush to do it then. Mm. Um, all right, hey, next question. Okay. How many dots are there on the Pac-Man board? <laughs> there are 144. 240. I have no idea. <laughs> Evidently. I didn't know that's why I threw it in there. I was like, wow, I never even thought of that. I, I went with 144 because I was thinking 12 by 12 um, mm-hmm. might be, you know, and then, but I don't, I had no actual idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pac-Man. I, I uh, really, like, Pac-Man is one of those games, like, it's just culturally significant. You know, I get it. Pac-Man fever, all that junk. But when I go and I play Pac-Man, I'm like, 
this was popular. This, you know, because there are games from the era that I like. Space Invaders is really good. Uh, I enjoy some Frogger. Um, but Pac-Man, like, I see its appeal, but at the same time, it is not for me. I cannot get into that game. You know, and then when the sequel came out with Miss Pac-Man, I just imagined like it just blew minds of everybody, like in the you know late seventies, early eighties. Like, oh my god, it's hard to put. This is amazing. I guess it's hard to put myself into that mindset. Like, I I barely remember the Atari era. You know, I'm I'm the right age uh-huh. for it. Um, but really my first, uh, video game experiences almost solely came from the original Nintendo and yeah, going back too. to Atari. Like I had an Atari when I was a kid, uh, briefly before it was broken, but i never played the thing. Um, I, I just yeah. always thought of it as a novelty, you know, as a kid, it was like, yeah, that's cool. But I'd much rather play with my action figures over here or whatever. Um, I agree. I'm sure there's people out there, though. Uh, There's tons of people that love the Atari, and I get it. It's like, it's simplicity personified. Uh, I mean, the games are are fun off the most simple, you know, dynamics and stuff, but I can't get into that stuff, and I can't get into it graphically. You know, I don't want, like, something that barely represents what it is. uh, It just, I can't, you know, uh I get the argument for it, and I'm not going to knock anyone for liking it, you know. And I, like I said, I have one, and I've got probably a hundred games or so. Uh, hmm. But I could not get into any of them. And Pac-Man's amongst the best, you know. Donkey Kong's another. Uh, I'd much rather play Donkey Kong than Pac-Man. I, I just never got into Pac-Man at all. Centipede, love Centipede, you know those type of games. But just running around and oh, there's some uh, there's some ghosts and they're gonna get you and. Apparently, they each ghost has like different um, ways they'll move. Programming, yeah, yeah, which is interesting for something that early. But, yeah, one will chase you. One does random stuff. One like I don't know. I don't know all of them. One yeah. yeah sticks around a certain area or something. And yeah, I, I don't remember. But yeah, it's it's interesting that that they went with that rather than have them all just kind of you know be random or whatever. But. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it's not for me. And I've got, you know, it's not like for lack of versions. I've got the twenty six hundred version, which is terrible. It's horrifically bad. But I've got multiple versions of Pac Man. I've probably got twenty different Pac Man titles. Uh, I've got the plug and play Pac Man, which is actually really good. I, I actually have two of them now that I'm looking. Um, both are real good put out by namco and they've got like real responsive joysticks and multiple versions of the game one of them even has super pac-man which is one that i really uh, do like out of the pac-mans a lot but all in all it's like i can't believe that that game ever caused a quarter shortage or an album to be made or you know like all these things Mm -hmm. it's like pac-man you know like okay i guess (laughs) i mean it was a different time one of the one of the first games that was just user friendly for everybody. Everyone can understand it immediately. I'm, I mean, it's it's kind of it's akin to like showing your kid the original Star Wars, you know, and they're like, "I guess that was good," you know, and you're like, "Yeah, well, you gotta take it into context of when it was made," and you know, it's like there was no CGI, but unlike Star Wars, which I feel does hold up to some extent, I don't. Pac Man is just to me, it's like, come on. Yeah. Although I have heard the one for GameCube is incredible, and I should check it out. And I just hadn't done that. But 
Well, we're getting into some uh, multiple choice now. Oh, sure. But I want to see if you can answer it without the multiple choice first. So if you need the, if you need them, let me know. All right. Um, Tetris with an estimated 495 million copies sold and downloaded is the best-selling cross-platform game of all time. What is the best-selling Nintendo exclusive game of all time? Nintendo, I believe it's going to be Wii Sports. Bam! Nailed it, even without the hints. Mm. Wii Sports, this game sold 82.96 million copies, more than double that of the original Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and I mean, both those titles, they have such huge numbers because they came with the console. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I believe they were sold, uh, both of them, outside of the console too, because later on they had consoles that either didn't come with it or came with a different game or whatever. But the vast majority of those sales on both Super Mario Brothers 1 and uh, Wii Sports came from, you know, people getting them for free effectively. So it's hard to count people, those. It's people getting them for free, but also, like, they, you know, Nintendo was doing something totally different than mm-hmm. PlayStation and Xbox. It's like you, you could own a PlayStation and a Wii because there's so many different games you can play for each of them. It wasn't you don't own a PlayStation and an Xbox because you're basically getting all the same games. But yeah. the Nintendo irony, set itself apart. The irony being that the the company that created the um, the basically the technology for the Wii Remote the they they originally went to uh, both uh, PlayStation and Xbox first and were turned away. And uh, then Nintendo accepted it, and it's what dominated the market initially because Nintendo was getting not only gamers to buy their system, but casuals, you know, grandmas and grandpas and such were buying it because they're like, oh, that's cool, you know, and it was a totally new experience. And And it was cheaper. Yeah, it was much cheaper. And, I mean, it looks a lot worse, too. It's, It's nowhere in near the league of... PS3 or 360 it just couldn't do half of what those systems were doing. And I don't think it was a DVD player either, or was it? No, no. Uh, no. It did a, have Netflix eventually, but yeah, it was not, not a DVD anymore. Um, you can still not watch anymore. Netflix on the other two, but yeah, they got rid of everything on the Wii. The Wii is a just completely dead system at this point, but it is really easily hackable. So if you're out there and uh, you've got an extra Wii, or even if you just find one, you know, I bought one recently and sent off to Cujo for like ten bucks. Um, you can take that thing and put every Nintendo Super Nintendo game on there, just like you can with the. Um, the the minis that they've been selling and stuff only more so you can download the entirety of the uh Wii library that was in existence and put it on there you know with external uh hard drives or whatever and yeah you can just have it's it's a really great system for uh for hacking and there's a emulators that you can put on there that emulate everything from the TurboGrafx-16 to uh, up to the Dreamcast, I think. Um, I'm going to have to get in touch with Cujo. Oh, yeah. I, I have three Wii's right now, and I can spare one to Oh, well, get... now, now he, now I didn't say he was the one. I sent him a Wii because he didn't have one. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know who could mod it for you. I I really, okay. I really think James that you could handle it, man. Just watch a video online; it's okay. super easy. Well, then I'll do that. Um, yeah, 
I haven't done it to any of mine yet. I've got two in the house right now, and I keep thinking I'm going to mod one of them, and then I'm like, eh, I'm just lazy. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not hard. It's it's one of the easier mods you'll ever do. Um, I think okay. I think it requires you to have a copy of. Uh, there's a few games that it requires. I think one of them is a uh, Brawl, or at least the old way that I haven't looked into hacking in a while, but. Because there's something in the disk data that when you load it up, it'll allow you to like access it, like connect it oh, to your PC to be able to download whatever the client is. All this, okay. it's like weird, but like once you get it on there, it's like incredibly easy to put ROMs onto and do whatever you want. Yeah, well, let's get into that. Oh, well, Xbox One, the original Xbox, is also a good system for emulation and stuff. So if you have those laying around, one of those big old dukes. I do have a few. Yeah. All right, next question. This one I have to give you the uh, answers. Um, which of the following games did Mario creator Siguru Miramoto not design? Okay. Donkey Kong, Kid Icarus, Excite Bike, The Legend of Zelda. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure. Excite Bike, I guess. Kid Icarus. Hmm. Kid Icarus was not one of his. Seemed like it would have been up his alley. Um, I think I thought so too. Yeah, because of uh, the adventure and the you know the gathering of items and so on and so forth. Um, James, we are at fifty-five minutes currently. <laughs> oh no! I don't know how long. Like, if listeners, if we get cut off, it's because uh, I ran out of. I never know exactly when my card's going to cut off. Uh, my SD card for my Zoom is usually right around the hour mark. Sometimes it's lasted as long as an hour and a half. We're just going to keep recording. Um, yeah, we'll and, start going into the lightning round. We'll yeah, go sure. All right. Uh, what is the first game with Princess Zelda as a playable character? Oh, man. Discounting the one for the... Um... No, you got to count those. Oh, Zelda. Was she playable in anything before the Philips CDI garbage game? Uh, I think that's the first one she was playable, man. The Philips CDI. You're right. Uh, Zelda Wand of Gamelon. Wand of Gamelon. Okay, there are three it, it of says, them. It says this truly atrocious game was released for the ill-fated Philips CDI system. Yeah. The low-budget, crudely animated game was created with almost no involvement from Nintendo. Yeah, basically none whatsoever, other than the court order that they were able to use imagery uh from nintendo games are very weird controversial and i don't know if it would hold up now it seems like but it, it does seem like phillips could if they wanted to still release games with zelda and mario because they released the three zeldas and then hotel mario for their mm-hmm. phillips cdi because initially they were supposed to do the uh the cd system for the super nintendo yeah. But that fell through. And then it went to Sony, and then yeah. that fell through again. But Phillips actually sued him in court and said, well, um, because we were both working on the CD system, we should be able to be- use their likenesses. And somehow the court agreed and gave them, yeah, so that's where we get these garbage games. Although Hotel Mario is not that bad. Yeah. All right. This one this one threw me. Um what is the best-selling Nintendo handheld of all time? Um, I can give you the answers if you want. No. Uh, I think it's the... 
the DS, yeah, the Nintendo DS, right? It is the Nintendo DS, which I yeah. thought it was going to be the original Game Boy. Yeah, you'd think. Uh, but, but DS had a super long life, and it was backwards yeah. compatible. And it, when they count it, they're not just counting the DS; they're counting the DSi and the DS Lite, and you know all that. So, yeah, it spanned like ten years, man. You know, um, it did span quite a quite a distance. Uh, I mean, so did game the original Game Boy, but the time. Um, yeah, and I think they're relatively close, right? They're within like 10 million of each other or something. Oh, I don't know the, the yeah. official. It says the Nintendo DS is the, um, Nintendo DS is the second best selling video game system of all time. Second only to, what's the number one selling video game system of all time? It was the Wii. It says the PlayStation 2. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I can see that. PlayStation 2. Yeah. Um, which pro baseball team did Nintendo become majority owner of in 1992? I didn't know they owned a pro baseball team. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. Think about where Nintendo of America is. Okay. Uh, the, the Marlins? Yeah, uh, the Seattle Mariners. Mariners, okay. That's what you meant. I know what you meant. Yeah, I knew. I was like Seattle, but mm-hmm. okay, the Mariners. Seattle Mariners. Marlins is like- Florida? Florida Marlins, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't watched I baseball. I think they're Miami so Marlins now. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched baseball in 20 years, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get into it. It's amazing. In fact, I, I quit watching right around the time that uh, the Marlins became a team. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was like four new inter- introduced teams, I think, and it was uh, the Mariners, the Marlins. Um, God, I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. This next question makes me a little angry. Um, which Nintendo game caused enough injuries in children to result in an $80 million settlement? Injuries in children? Nintendo accessory? Nintendo video game. Which oh, Nintendo dear. game caused enough injuries in children to result in a... It's got to be Pokemon? No. No, no, no. You want the, you want the uh, guesses? The answers? Uh, that would probably give it away. Um, I was against Pokemon because of epileptic stuff. You know, I remember like there ah. being a controversy over one of those Pokemon games for causing seizures or whatever. Uh, that would make a lot more sense in the answer. Uh, Eighty million dollars settlement. I can't think of like any game that would cause injury, but go just go ahead and tell me and why. Well, let me set it up with former. I'll give this might give you a little hint. Former New York Attorney General Elliot Spitzer went after Nintendo when parents reported cuts, blisters, and friction burns that resulted from playing... Mario Party. Mario Party. Under the terms of the settlement, Nintendo was required to provide four sets of gaming gloves to every owner of Mario Party who requested them. I remember that now. Yeah. Isn't that dumb? So freaking dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Mario Party definitely is is the reason why it's almost impossible to find a freaking N64 controller that isn't complete trash. Um, yeah. I have, you know, anytime I find one that's decent, I pick it up. I've got, you know, 12 controllers or so, maybe even closer to 20. I don't know. But, um... 
and occasionally we'll play Mario Party with a kid. And I, I've gotten to where like I, I don't even want to play the original Mario Parties. Like we'll just play it on a GameCube or whatever because uh-huh. it, it is way too rough on those controllers. So yeah, I could see, I guess, injuring quotations yourself on that, but it's your own damn fault, you know? Yeah. Tell your kids not to play so many video games. Don't play them so voraciously. I mean, I get it, but, you know, the game is asking of you, like, oh, you have to, like, hit this joystick back and forth so fast or these buttons so fast or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. (sighs) Control your kid. People are dumb. Um, I'm not sure if you'll get this one or not. I I didn't. What is the name of Nintendo's first ever game and watch title? Oh, the first ever Jesus. Uh, I should know this. No. Nintendo started production on the line of handheld electronic games in 1980. Yeah. That's a little hint it gives you. I, I don't know. I, is, man, I, I kind of know, but I don't know. I know it's something real stupid. Uh, is it like Mr. Do or... Let me give you the answers, and you pick one. All right. We have Ball, Oil Panic, Egg, Mario Brothers. <laughs> Probably Egg. I remember it being dumb. It's Ball. Ball. Ball, a simple juggling game, sold about a quarter million copies. Blech. Those yeah. things are worth such a freaking mint now. I don't have any. Are they really? Yeah. Like, and very difficult to find in the original packaging and such. It's... Ooh. I got a, uh, a Star Fox watch somewhere. Oh yeah, uh, uh, I got. I, I don't know if I won it or I don't think I won. I think I had to, like mail in some money on the back of a cereal box and they sent it to me and oh, I could nice. play like Star Fox on my watch for a little while. Pretty I used cool. to used to have a Zelda one that w- wasn't at all Zelda, but it was Zelda, you know, and you could. Uh-huh. And it, yeah, it was garbage. But apparently, those things are worth like a ton of money now too. So wow. Yeah, I, I wish I could find it, but I'm sure it's, you know, like many of the things I had from my earliest childhood, just gone, just flat out gone, you know. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't even know where to begin to look for it, so. All right, next question. Which film inspired the enemies in Nintendo's Metroid series? Oh, man. Uh, aliens, right? Alien. Alien, you're right. The Metroid team was most influenced by the film's creature Face design. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes, good one. Um, what was the first NES game to use the Konami code? The first one. Uh, I, I guess give you. I guess Life Force, probably. Um, it's, it's on there, but it's not, it's not it. Oh hell. Okay. I'll give you. The, I'll give you the answers. You let me know which one you think. Uh, Contra, Life Force, Gradius, R Type. Oh, R Type then. Gradius. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gra- it was it was created to make the incredibly difficult game easier to play during testing. Hmm. According to this, I know. Mm. I'll just go with know. what I thought was the oldest, which I know R Type appears on like the Master System, and probably Gradius does too. I don't know. <sighs> Probably. Ooh. You'll get this one no problem. No, nah, probably not. What was what was Nintendo's original line of business when the company was founded in 1889? Oh, yeah. They used to make uh, playing cards. Yep, playing cards. Yeah, and then love testers and weird yeah. toys. And, yeah. and they went to... Very sordid, weird company, you know. 
Though Nintendo has invested in love hotels, mm-hmm. instant rice, and taxis in the past, the company got its start manufacturing traditional Japanese playing cards. Yeah, which are, again, worth a mint if you... Worth, <laughs> I'm them. sure they are. So, I'm sure they are. Uh, I think this is this is our last question, I think. Okay, cool. We're still uh, maybe, still maybe, recording, so good. Uh, maybe one or two more. Um, this one you'll get. It's easy. What was the first SNES game to use the FX chip? I think it was Star Fox. It was Star Fox. Yeah. Pilot Wings, Doom, I believe also used it, according Stunt to this. Stunt FX. Yeah, Stunt FX is the picture here, but Star Fox was the first. Yeah. What was the first Nintendo game to have a save game feature? Oh, uh, gosh, The Legend of Zelda, maybe? It is. Legend of Zelda, and this one I had to think about because the other answers are Dragon Warrior, Final Fantasy, Metroid, Legend of Zelda. I knew Final Fantasy was a little later, but the other ones I was like, well, Did, Metroid, I guess, is, uh, is that Password or is that? that uh, that's a Password that, system, yeah. That is Password system. Okay, yeah, remember yeah. Justin Bailey? Yeah. Yeah. That was the password that everyone assumed was like a designer on the game or something, and it turned out uh-huh. it was just like a coincidence or some shit that they... <laughs> like oh okay our last question what was mario's original name i yeah i think you asked this on the episode. i did yeah it was like jump man is what yeah jump man but uh his original it wasn't jump man or something according to miyamoto it was, it was like no that was a rumor or something at some point but i don't know i had another question but i can't find the answer to it two different trivia um sites had different answers mm. what does atari mean oh yeah does... <sighs> i i just listened to a podcast recently i think where they were talking about um the origins of atari um obviously it's a uh, it's a u.s company so mm-hmm. it's not like a japanese word it was um gosh i can't remember what were the two answers you found and then maybe they'll spur memory in me i found success Hmm. And then I also found prepare to be attacked. Hmm. And then I Google translated it, like, you know, see if it was a Japanese word. It's not, like you said, it's not a Japanese word. So no. I have no. nothing. I That's why I phased that question, because I couldn't find the legit answer. And none of these questions, there might be some problems with something. These are all from different websites. So yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't do my homework to reassure all of them, but that was one I was like, I got to find out. The Man, I can't remember. I remember their logo. It's supposed to represent something, too, and it's just like... It went in my ear, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I promptly forgot because I don't care much about Atari. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I can't remember. But, yeah, there's a reason why it's called Atari, and I'm sure some listener right now is going, oh, it's because of this, you know. But I don't remember. Neither one of those things you said, attack nor uh, success, seem like that's right. Uh, no. I want to say. Who it's probably an acronym. Said? No, it's not an acronym. I remember that, but. Um, there was there was definitely a reason, and I just listened to I think it was Retro Warriors. I think uh, did an episode over the origins of Atari, like within the last month. So hmm. if if you're not listening to Retro Warriors, I'll give them a shout out. Uh, they're actually a really good. Um, I think bi-weekly show talk about vi- video games and whatnot. I'm a member of their uh, Discord, and I actually re- recently uh, patronized them. They're one of the few things that I patronize. Um, 
yeah, really great show. So check those guys out if you if you're not listening already. <sighs> anyway, got anything else, James? That is all the questions I prepared. So it's all that's good, it man. For me, buddy. So yeah, hopefully you know we'll we'll get on that uh, playing uh, these Zelda titles a little more. Uh oh. Well, I just lost James. Um, I guess uh, it hung up on him or whatever. But uh, yeah, like I said, hopefully we'll get on that and uh, get you an episode all about Zelda next month. And, you know, until then, keep it retro. We'll see you next. Hey, everybody. I wasn't sure exactly what outro music to do for this month. But seeing as how James hit me with a bunch of random video game trivia, I thought I'd involve you guys by playing some random video game music. You can write in or even catch me on Discord and uh, or Facebook or whatever and tell me what you think the songs I'm about to play are. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll read whoever got the most right off or maybe there'll be a prize involved or some such. I really don't know. Maybe it's just for fun. Anyway... Here it is.
fun when you're just holding the mind If you wanna test me, I'll show you finding the things I'll teach you Be sure to teach you, but nevertheless you'll get a lesson from teacher Now kick, kick, punch, punch, jump, tap, block, block Once more now kick, 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 k